Welcome to another edition of Food, Faith, and Feelings, where we walk with you on your journey to wholeness. Our host is Dr. Jeannie Burnett, licensed clinical psychologist and certified eating disorder therapist. Join her and her host, Carlos Houston, as they discuss the relationship between your food, your faith, and your feelings. Hey, welcome back to another edition of Food, Faith, and Feelings. And I don't know if you know it, but February is Love Your Body Month. On a national scale, all of the eating disorder organizations around have decided that February, because it's the love month, we want people to learn to love themselves and love their bodies because the body is the focus of an eating disorder. So I've got the great opportunity to interview several different people from several different nonprofits around the country and actually around the world. And so I wanted to let you guys know that today I am going to be speaking with Chris Schock is a friend of mine in the eating disorder community, and she started supporting others achieve recovery which has now led into the Phoenix House, which is an amazing program here in Atlanta. And I'm actually personally hoping that she can take it nationwide because we need it. And so I'm going to interview her today, as well as Kirsten Hagland, who was Miss America in 2008 and started her nonprofit, the Kirsten Hagland Foundation. Hi, Chris. What's up? Hi, Jeannie. How are you doing today? Doing very well. Doing very well. Great. Um, I wanted to introduce you. Um, This is Chris Schock. She is a very good friend of mine from a long time in the eating disorder world. And Chris, you have an amazing um, nonprofit that you started how long ago? It's been 2009. We started the nonprofit. Um, and kind of the vision of what it looked like has evolved since then. Uh-huh. The core of what it's about today has remained pretty consistent. So tell us what your nonprofit is and how it's evolved. So the nonprofit is called Supporting Others Achieve Recovery, or SOAR, and the mission for the nonprofit was to create a space that people in long-term recovery from eating disorders could mentor individuals who are just beginning their journey. And the idea kind of was born from the amazing AA community and the idea that they have a place in which others non-clinically can share their story. And what I recognize in the eating disorder community is once you're right restored and you're behavior free, you just kind of drop off and it doesn't really allow for much um, connecting when things go bad. So I started the nonprofit as just a space that people can kind of connect with one another some networking opportunities, things like that. And what's grown from it has been a project, which is called the Phoenix House. And it is a transitional living community. Um, It's three houses, 13 beds of women who are working through the journey of recovery in real life. Very, very cool. And you and I actually have, um, I mean, I, I haven't actually told the whole world yet about the mana fund but uh, mana fund helps people get treatment when they can't afford it and so one of our recipients from 2013 actually stepped down and came into your program she did she did and she's actually one of my dearest friends now but she 
Um, it, it's kind of one of those beautiful stories of collaboration of nonprofits. So being a nonprofit, we can do sliding scales and we do a lot of scholarships. And the individual had the opportunity to use the MANA Fund. And then from the MANA Fund, she was then awarded a Kirsten Haglund Foundation scholarship to go to the Phoenix House. And then after she had the Kirsten Haglund Foundation scholarship, we matched that and extended her stay through a scholarship of ours. And I'm happy to say that she now has recently celebrated three years of absence from her eating disorder and other addictions. And she lives independently and she works full time and she has a pretty amazing life. And she gives back to the community. She actually does some coaching for some of our residents at the Phoenix House. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah. And in fact, um, in a little bit, I'm going to be interviewing Kirsten on her scholarship program as well. So, We've done a lot of collaboration with the Kirsten Haglund Foundation. They're a wonderful nonprofit. What they will do is they will uh, scholarship a resident, and my commitment to the Kirsten Haglund Foundation is I will match that scholarship as long as the resident is continuing to work on, their, on themselves and their eating disorder. So we have had quite a few individuals who've come through us from the Kirsten Haglund Foundation with essentially no funding. You know, they're coming to us with exhausted all of their financial resources just to get through treatment. And then um, SOAR through the nonprofit will help them work with partners in the community to do sliding scales and find nutritionists and individuals that will support them as they're trying to gain financial independence and some foundation to their recovery. That's wonderful. Um, yeah, I, I so appreciate what you and Kirsten are doing. Um, so you know that February is Love Your Body Month. Um, so is there something special that you guys are doing through SOAR or the Phoenix House that is in support of Love Your Body Month? Well, many of our residents come from a local um, treatment facility, and it's the treatment facility I myself got treatment from for my eating disorder. And every Love Your Body Month, we collaborate with them for their candlelight vigil. So oftentimes, alumni from the Phoenix House will be speakers. Mm. This particular candlelight vigil, two of the three speakers are alumni from the Phoenix House. And then our residents do art in one of their, we have in-house supportive groups. One of those in-house groups is an art group that meets every Saturday. And the residents use canvases and create art. And then we donate the art to that local treatment facility and they have a silent auction and the funds that are raised from that art silent auction are then used for art supplies and other things that the budget of the treatment center doesn't necessarily cover. So we'll collaborate with that treatment center in the candlelight vigil that they have for Love Your Body Month. Very, very nice. Um, Is there anything that you guys do in-house during February for Love Your Body Month? I know you, obviously you paint, but like... We all do something unique and special for the for well, the residents? We do. We do. Actually, we started this last year, and we'll do it again this year. So what we do with the residents is many of our residents don't have significant others or boyfriends or anything like that. And February, of course, Valentine's Day tends to be a very triggering time for a lot of our residents. 
um, because, you know, society tells you you should have this amazing relationship and be in love and, and all these things. And it makes our residents sometimes feel bad. So we've started something last year, and we're going to do it again this year, where we do a tea party for our residents, an old-fashioned tea party where we have, you know, um, we set up the table very eloquently, and the house managers and I go to local antique stores, and we buy a teacup for each resident. And then each resident gets a teacup to commemorate their time at the Phoenix house and just a little antique teacup. And then we just spend the evening at the tea party and then we play games and enjoy each other's company as a way to celebrate the love we have for each other, for our community and for ourselves. So we will have our annual tea party um, to celebrate a Valentine's Day a little non-traditionally. I love that you're filling their cup. Yes, we are. That is exactly right. And the girls just get so excited. They get to pick out um, the house managers and I tend to go to the antique store and pick out cups. So we pick out a teacup that really resonates with their personality. And um, we had a resident last year that was really, her goal is to go to the Peace Corps. We found this very Asian-inspired teacup to you know, to celebrate the fact that she really connects with other cultures. And, you know, some residents are a little bit more sporty and we'll find teacups that, that, that speak to us about who they are. So we kind of handpick the teacup and then we have a tea party. I love that. That is amazing. Um, well, is there anything else? Well, I tell you what, tell us if um, somebody wants to find out more about your program or needs, you know, your program or wants to donate how would they how would they find you? So this is our biggest need is we turn no one away based on financial needs. So um, and oftentimes what happens with our residents is they're in very enmeshed relationships with their family of origin and that financial tie sometimes is therapeutically very damaging. So I have residents, oftentimes young adults who come to me, and I will charge them fifty dollars a month just investment to come and live with us so that they're contributing to their own living expenses and they're separated from their families. And then that allows the family to heal without that financial commitment there. And it's really, really important, I think, therapeutically for our young adults to see that they can financially support themselves and find different ways to interact and relate to their family of origin. That being said, our, um, it, it makes it very difficult sometimes for us to meet our expenses. What would be really helpful if the community wants to support a or host or sponsor a resident in subsidizing their rent um, at the Phoenix House? And that would be of assistance to the resident because I want all of our residents to feel like the financial burden of recovery is one thing they don't have to worry about in our program. They worry about that in treatment. They worry about that with therapists. I want them to feel like they're part of a community for no other reason than we love them. We want them here and then we want to support them. So you could go to the website and there's a donate now button. And it allows you actually to even put if you want to make a commitment. Um, I want to donate this to help support a resident who doesn't have the financial means to pay for them. Um, I want to donate to support, um, you know, whatever they, um, a new program. I want to donate to support whatever you envision would be helpful. And oftentimes people have their own recovery experience. Think about what would I have liked to see have happened to me in early recovery. I would have loved to not have to pay for my nutritionist. If you wanted to donate now and say, I want to 
subsidized for the assistance for a resident to get a nutritionist, then those then those funds would be designated to help a resident get a nutritionist without having to worry about, am I going to be able to afford it? But more of, am I going to be able to do the things I need to do for my recovery? So the Donate Now button on our website, which is www.soar, S-O-A-R, Georgia, and Georgia spelled out, dot com. It's on the front page of the Donate Now button. Wonderful. I was actually going to ask you what that website was, so thank you for putting that in. Sure. NISA is a capital company that helps connect those who are from countries outside of the United States to access funding and legal assistance using specific programs that are flexible in order to enhance a project's success. NISA Capital is a global professional services firm that's headquartered in Atlanta and has locations in Miami, India, China, Korea, Vietnam, and Latin America. So, could your nonprofit use $10,000 per month in free Google advertising? Since 2003, Google has donated free advertising to over 20,000 nonprofits in over 50 countries throughout the world. They've helped them raise millions of dollars in cash donations, recruiting and volunteer work, and in raising awareness for their causes. Visit epicgrowth.com, that's E-P-I-C-growth.com, to see if your nonprofit organization is eligible for this $10,000 in free advertising today. Hard exercise works. They believe in really hard exercise, in the relentless pursuit of excellence. Results are earned, not given. Group training can be personal and fun. I personally love hard exercise. Works. It has helped me to get back into shape. I don't focus on my food. I focus on the workout and I feel stronger and I feel healthier and happier. And that's what it's about. Hard exercise works in John's Creek. And as always, we so appreciate our sponsors for supporting Food, Faith, and Feelings and keeping us on the air. And I'm so delighted to introduce my friend and longtime compadre in the eating disorder nonprofit world, Kirsten Hagland. Hi, Kirsten. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm great. So I have Kirsten Hagland of the Kirsten Hagland Foundation on the phone with me. Thank you for uh, agreeing to do an interview. Um, Kirsten, tell me a little bit about your nonprofit, when it got started, and what was the inspiration behind it? Sure. So I started the foundation in 2009 after my years in America. Um, my platform during that year, which each young woman who competes in Miss America chooses a platform, a social issue that they care about to advocate for. And because of my own struggle with and recovery from anorexia um, as a teenager, I was really, really passionate about talking about eating disorders during my year, sharing the message of recovery and, um, you know, freedom from body image issues and disordered eating with the young people that I met. And so when my year was over, I wanted to continue to work and to give back to those families that were struggling with eating disorders. So as soon as I passed along the title, I said, all right, I want to get to work and started a 501c3 nonprofit to try to meet 
a financial need that so many families have when they're seeking treatment for eating disorders, because that was something that I just continually saw was one of the biggest barriers to treatment was that families couldn't afford it and insurance wouldn't cover it or they'd stop covering or, you know, there's such a wide variety of different issues with insurers. So I assembled a board and we filled out the paperwork and, you know, we started fundraising and, you know, just, it's so funny because now people will reach out to me and say, how do you start a nonprofit? And (laughs) I say, you become the expert. You kind of have to wing it because that's, that's what, what I was doing. Um, I just started with a, with a dream and, what happened kind of over the years, and we've been so fortunate to work with you, Jeannie, and the MANA Fund, and love, you know, what you guys are doing as well. And we have just found that where our specialty kind of lies is helping young men and women, because we've scholarshiped both, um, get outpatient treatment or step-down treatment. That way we're able to process applications faster and get people the resources they need faster. So that is kind of what we've um, ended up specializing in. And we do some educational events and are active on social media, but it's, uh, it's a real joy and continues to be a major passion of mine. That is wonderful. Um, do you guys, like, how many people are you able to help a year, do you think? Um, it kind of, obviously, it depends on our fundraising every sure. year, but um, we scholarship about um, 30 to 40 online with a, through um, uh, Constance Rhodes Finding, uh, Finding Balance Lasting Freedom Program mm-hmm. um, for, with an online curriculum. And then throughout the rest of the year, uh, anywhere from 5 to 15, um, depending on the level of care that our applicants need, um, how long we work with them. Um, and, you know, the level of care that they're receiving. So it really depends on the year, but that's a, a rough estimate. Yeah, and we are, we are so, I'm so personally thankful because some of our applicants who have come from residential treatment have, um, have called you and we've been, you've been able to help with them step down and into certain, you know, the, the lower levels of care. And I actually this morning spoke with Chris Shock. Um, at, at Phoenix House and so she was very oh, she's wonderful yeah very appreciative of everything that you have done as well um, so tell me because this is love your body month so Yay. what yeah I know and I love your slogan you want to tell yeah. everyone what it is yes love your body rock the world because you have to start and love yourself first and then you can go out and spread that light to others that's right. That's right. So what are you encouraging your followers or your recipients um, to do during this month in specific uh, in terms of helping to love their body? You know, loving your body starts with radical acceptance. Uh, and I, I use the word radical because, you know, acceptance is thrown around a lot. But when you're, I mean, when you're in the throes of an eating disorder or in recovery or even if you're not, struggling at the moment, you know, it can be hard to wake up every day and absolutely love yourself. I mean, (laughs) it's not necessarily realistic, and it actually sets up an unrealistic expectation for the daily grind in recovery and once you're free from your eating disorder. And so um, I consider radical acceptance being to choose, even if you don't feel like you love yourself, or even if you don't feel like you like your face that morning or your butt or your whatever it is that day. Um, I don't know if you can say butt on the radio. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. You can say butt. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it, it's better than what else I could say. Um, 
but you know, choosing, choosing to love that, even if you don't feel like it. And, um, you know, one of the things that my therapist told me when I was in recovery is that, you know, practice and he really echoes the words of my ballet teacher as well. Practice doesn't make perfect practice makes permanent. Meaning if you Mm. practice healthy thoughts and you practice acceptance, a radical acceptance of your body and who you are in that morning, it becomes habit. So that's one of the things that I still need in my daily life. Um, and it's something that, you know, because I realize how much I need it, I try to share that as much as possible, especially this month. Well, I think that is absolutely wonderful. And it's wonderful what you're doing. Why don't you tell everyone um, you, uh, the name of your nonprofit again and how they can contact you and maybe what you guys need at this point? Of course. So. Our website is kirstenhagland.org, and that's K-I-R-S-T-E-N. And our Twitter is K-H Foundation, and our Instagram is Kirsten Hagland Foundation. And, of course, we'd love you to follow us. You can share any of our content with your friends, with those who might be struggling. Um, Also, of course, we are always, we're in the business of raising funds, and, you know, that's the majority of the work that we do. So during this month, if you can give financially, if it comes on your heart or you want to give an honor of someone that you love, um, even if it's just $5, every little bit makes a difference. Um, and then I guess the only other thing is that I, I do travel and speak quite a bit. I absolutely love to work with and speak with young women's groups. Um, so if you've got a, a university or a group or whatever it is that you're looking for a speaker, I do that as well. So um, you can just go to our website and email us. And we will reply to you ASAP. I think that's all. (laughs) Well, I appreciate it. I know that um, you have some uh, kind of famous people that you're going to talk to here in a few minutes. So we're going to let you go. (laughs) Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thank you for giving a voice to nonprofits in this space. It's really important and we, we truly appreciate it. Well, I think it's really important to put it out there. You know, what you put out there, it comes back to you. And um, since this is all about love, actually, that's my word for this year is love. Like you just put it out there and um, bring everyone full circle and uh, help people get a voice. I think it's really, really important um, for people to especially that are struggling to put a voice to their pain. Amen, Um, sister. (laughs) Love you so much. I will talk to you soon. Okay. thanks. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to both Kirsten and Chris. Uh, Again, they are just champions for the eating disorder cause. And just in thinking about everything that they're doing, I wanted to share a verse of the week It's from Proverbs 14.1. The wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. And I think about this when I read this the first time, I remember I was on a plane and I just thought, oh, my gosh, that is exactly what people who have eating disorders do. They don't see the value in their house. They don't like where they live every second of every day. And so our hope for doing all of this work, my friends and I who are doing all these nonprofits, We want you guys to understand that you are so beautiful and you are so valuable and it doesn't matter if you're 60 pounds or 600 pounds. God has created you for a specific reason, for a specific path, 
and for a specific cause. And so find out what that is. And I, I've found personally in my life that when I am in the center and doing God's will, not not necessarily not sinning, but like just doing the thing that he has created me to do, which is my nonprofit, which is this radio show that I am so alive and I feel so fabulous and so great. And I feel more comfortable and accepting of myself, no matter what it looks like and no matter what size I wear. And so I just want to tell you guys out there, love yourself. Like you don't have to like everything. If you want to change something, fine, but let's not go to extremes. Okay. Let's not tear your body. Let's not tear down your house. Let's, because you know, a house divided cannot stand. And so don't, don't hurt yourself. Try and if you don't love yourself, try and at least accept. Like acceptance is, like Kirsten said, is a huge, huge important step. So like start accepting in order to love. Have a great week.